Ellis and Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellis and Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellis and Salazar for over 55 years. Ellis and Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis and Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinketer, and Kathy Enderbrock. Thank you, Gavin. This is Evelyn Davison here in the studio. Today's Christian Talk, 1120, The Bridge. Broadcasting from the beautiful city of Austin, Texas. And I'm excited today, Gavin, because we are just kind of playing yesterday and we're playing Easter search today as we talk about truth with two of my very best friends, Miss Kathy. Hi, Evelyn. Oh, hello. How are you, Kathy? It is great to be here in studio in Texas, in Austin, Texas, with the both of you. It's a happy day for me. And with Carrie Brinkley. Hi. Hi, Miss Evelyn. This is a special week for sure. It is a wonderful week. It's a wonderful week. And I know what makes it an even better week, not just that we get to be here with Evelyn on this day, but that this is Evelyn's birthday week. week. Happy um, birthday. birthday month. Birthday month. That's right, girl. We got to celebrate. When you're 85, you celebrate all month. Absolutely. And I'm sure Van does that. I know Van does that yeah. really, really well. He's going to be having a big party for you, and um, we're looking forward to being able to celebrate with well, you. We're so week. glad to have you breeze in. From way up north and all the ski slopes and the daily living of a, of snow and ice, it's 
not common to you, right? Well, that's true. I was talking with Eric last night before I went to bed, and he goes, baby, we just got two feet of snow here. And I said, baby, it was just 90 degrees here. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Two feet in Boise. Yes. Yesterday. Yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, we just got off the ski slopes ourselves, Miss Evelyn. We just drove back in Where last night. Where did you night. all go? We went to Santa Fe, New Mexico. It was oh. wonderful. We haven't been skiing in about four years, so the kids had an absolute blast, and we met my husband's family up there. It was a wonderful, wonderful time. No injuries. woo Oh, Great boy. time on the slopes. Well, you know, when you look at your life and you look at it in the rearview mirror, and you have to go through Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I feel like that's what we're doing a little bit today uh, as we reminisce and talk about one of the most precious things that we have, the gift that we have of truth. And as we do that today, we're, we're going to bring it to up to the level of celebration because this is a very wonderful weekend. This is Easter weekend. And uh, it is a time that families come together and celebrate. And we have something to celebrate, and it's called truth, the truth of the love of the Lord Jesus. And so, Carrie, it's, uh, we're going to let you lead the way and tell us what it is that is so exciting about this time for you. Oh, I love this time of year. And as we talk about truth today, you know, listeners, we've been in our series, a series on the different forms that God's love takes in our lives. And last time we talked about a love that delivers, a special kind of love, God's love that can deliver us from guilt, from envy, from past hurts, from addiction, from a lack of patience or that tongue of fire. We spoke of deliverance that may not take the form that we think that it should, that sometimes we're left with that thorn. And you know what? We discussed how that thorn can be used to help to instruct, to comfort, and to guide someone else who has that very same burden that they're carrying. What I know that that's so hard to look at as a blessing, but we've all been through something or we're going through something that we can use to inspire or comfort or uplift someone else. So we covered it all last time, Ms. Evelyn. So today we're talking about truth. Mm -hmm. All right, ladies, here's the question. Have you ever been in a noisy room or a noisy car or the TV was too loud, or the music was too distracting, and all of the noise kind of caused your brain to short circuit, and you just could not think straight. This happened to me yesterday in the car. I was driving back from Santa Fe, and the music was too loud, and I missed my turn. I had to turn the music down so I could kind of think straight to get back on the right road, right? Right road. (laughs) In society today, we have to wade through all of this noise to find truth. Mm -hmm. Our political climate has been so volatile lately. Um, For me, I have to wade through all of that. I read as much as I can. I listen to as much as I can to try to seek out the truth. Do either one of you ever feel this way about the noise and the the cluttered brain? Uh, You know, I am right there with you because so there are some truths that are easy to to see that are easy to gather. For example, I can look at Evelyn and say, I know the truth that you are beautiful. You are spunky. Oh, 85 years old, I don't <laughs> think that is beautiful. <laughs> and you are spunky and you are spry. And because I know Evelyn, I can say she is just as beautiful 
on the inside as she mm, is on the outside. <laughs> and then there are some deeper truths that we have to seek out and and pursue. You know, in God's word, I think we can open it and and we can read the truth, but as we spend time um, thinking on it and and pursuing it and really spend time meditating on it and, and even looking back and getting the truth in context, we've discovered deeper truths, and we have to take time away to do that. And, Carrie, I know what you mean. We stand in the grocery store line, and the cashier is speaking to us. Someone is speaking behind us. The magazines are screaming out to us information and we have to keep a, a clear head and take our thoughts captive and really uh, protect the truth, guard the truth in our hearts, but then also continue to pursue deeper truths. And it can be hard with the noise all around us. You know, you're so, you're right, uh, Kathy, because uh, we're living in a time of um, communication. And it's so rapid, it's so fast, it's so vile, it's so violent. There are just so many things that are pushed against us on every day, on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And especially during this time when our nation is fighting for liberty and for religious freedom, because so much of that is so distorted in our society today. And, uh, you know, and I was thinking about what you were saying, and I remember so well that... um, 22 years ago, when we started the Good News Journal, uh, we had to typeset everything, Harry. Wow. Uh, there was a web. 22 years in my lifetime, how completely truth is being transmitted mm-hmm. or untruths are transmitted. And so when we look at where we are right now in America, we are in a, a great chasm. And back in, oh, probably 25 or 30 years ago, we had an event in Austin called March for Jesus. And Gene Bender and Joanne Anderson and I hooked up. In fact, Joanne climbed a tree to hang the wires at the Capitol (laughs) because there was no electricity on the on the Capitol grounds outside. Mm-hmm. We brought in a Delco, and literally I was reading out of Isaiah the scripture that says, the truth has died in the streets. And Isaiah looked at his world, and that's what he saw. He, did, he was not seeing God's truth being lived out in a way. They had failed to fill up that uh, generator, that Delco, with fuel. Mm-hmm. And we, I, we were on the air, and I was reading that scripture, and the electricity died. And Gene had to get somebody to run, get a gas can, run, get... And, you know, I've thought about that this week as we are preparing right now for one of the greatest battles this nation has ever fought in the ears of truth. And that is, what is the truth of God's message? What is the truth, real truth of America? And we're working really hard on the Franklin Graham thing. It's going to be on April 26th. And we're having, uh, every Tuesday, we're having a prayer um group of pastors and people at the Austin Baptist Association right off of uh, I-35, figuring out ways that we can bring people from throughout the state of Texas to Austin for the Billy Graham, I mean, for the Franklin Graham Mm -hmm. Disciple Now Tour, where he is going to tell us the truth where we are in this nation. What is our greatest need? Our greatest need is the love and the hope of the Lord Jesus. And so that's really on the forefront during this time. Mm -hmm. That's being broadcast widely. The station here is doing a magnificent job. 
And then apart from that, we have National Day of Prayer coming up, Mary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's going to be an exciting time because Governor Greg Abbott will call this state to pray specifically for the seven centers of power, especially as we go further into this election season. Mm-hmm. So the, when we're talking about truth, uh, it is hard to find. Truth is really hard to find if you're not a Christian. That is true. And so one of true. the questions, the big questions we're talking about today, Carrie, is what was it that Pilate asked Jesus when Jesus' life was on the line, when, he had, when Jesus had to tell the truth to be the truth? And we're going to talk about that right after this. Let's take our break, and we'll be right back for Love Talk. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinketer, and Kathy Enderbrock. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk, 1120 The Bridge. We are here in studio today with the lovely Kathy Enderbrock, the amazing Evelyn Davison, and I am Carrie Brinkater. Today we are speaking on God's love and God's love being truth. Kathy Man, God's love is a love that speaks truth, right? That you know, and it's amazing because even if you just take off the word truth, God's love is a love that speaks. Oh, because He does. He wants us to know the truth. He wants us to know Him. And here's a principle that um, 
listening friends, you can you can put this as a stake to hold the corners of your tent down, and it will hold it down firm against any wind or storm. And it's this right here. You cannot change the truth, but the truth can change you. And we're going to look at a few verses. We're going to look at the principle. When Evelyn was taking us out, uh, she talked about a uh, a little uh, scenario uh, situation that we have when Jesus was being interviewed by Pilate. And, and Pilate was the governor, the Roman governor of Judea. He was the guy in power. He was like our uh, our, our Greg Abbott. Okay? <laughs> okay, but he was not a godly man like Greg <laughs> Abbott. Thank, thank you, Lord, for Governor Abbott. Uh, we love him, and we, we thank God that, that he has put Greg Abbott as the governor over Texas for such a time as this. We need him. But um, Pilate was not a man of God. Um, he was a man who was um, concerned with authority and power and maintaining control over uh, Judea. And uh, Jesus had been turned over to him to be crucified. And we're going we're gonna to get into this story and, and look at some of the principles of truth and um, and Pilate's interview there with 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 Christ. I don't care. Do you want us to get into that now, or should we continue to to pursue where right where we're at? I've kind of jumped ahead in, in notes because John eight thirty two tells us, "Then you will know the truth, and the, and the truth, truth will set, set you free. free." And that is what we want. We do not want to be slaves. We want to be servants to the one true God, but we do not want to have shackles around our feet. God never puts shackles around our feet. And Jesus characterizes himself as truth. And you can go to John fourteen six and take a look at that. And he then adds in John seventeen seventeen that God's word is truth. So we can know this truth that sets us free. You can go to your Bible, you can open to any page, and there is truth on that page that is meant to set you free in some area of your life, in some relationship that you have, in some situation that you have, in something within yourself or between another person. There is truth on that page to set you free. Absolutely. And, you know, this is a topic where we can all relate. Um, God's love is truth, and God's love speaks truth. I know there's been times in my life, I'll share a story with you guys. There's been times in my life when people have come in and have spoken truth to me. And in the second half of our program today, we're going to speak a lot more about this. But I had a time in my life, I was sitting at work one day, and I had a phenomenal Christian friend at work. And she would come in my office pretty much every day, and we'd just chat about life and, you know, spend about 10 or 15 minutes kind of re I guess channeling our injury, our, our our energy, refocusing ourselves on God, because in our in our lives we can just get so wrapped mm-hmm. up in just the day to day, just minutia that we we would refocus one another. Mm-hmm. And I loved that about our time together. And for some reason, my mouth um, got the best of me that day. Proverbs. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I struggle, girls. I struggle. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Proverbs thirteen three says, "Whoever guards his mouth." preserves his life and he who opens wide his lips comes to ruin i was coming to ruin that day i think um with my little self-righteous indignation and i said something disparaging about my marriage and um it you know 
it wasn't horrible, but it was something I shouldn't have said. And my friend looked at me and she said, Carrie Brinkater, what are you doing? What did you just say? And ladies, I'm telling you, she was about 10 feet or 12 feet from me, but I felt her hand firmly placed against the side of my face. (laughs) I mean, she literally kind of Bible slapped me that day. Uh And she took me back home to, Carrie, come on, girlfriend. Would you, would you really appreciate it if that was said about you? And I just, to this day, that just gives me the chills because my friend loved me so much that she brought me back home and, and pointed me to the face of Christ and got me out of my own way. Mm-hmm. Hello? Um, I can get in my own way a lot of times and my lips come to ruin. And she brought me back home and I, I love her so much for that. She could have very easily just said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it's kind of gone on with me. But she went that extra 10% and called me out and called me out. She spoke truth to me, ladies, that day in love and kindness And literally in a span of 15 seconds, I was refocused back on what I needed to be focused on and not wallowing in my own ridiculousness. So that was the story of how a beautiful friend brought me back home. Kathy, have you had something in your life happen to you or somebody spoken truth to you? I have. I, um, oh my goodness, Uh, great grandmother from a a Jewish background, my, my mom, um, you know the one the one kind of truth that really transformed my life was this realization that I came to sometimes we're in in circumstances where we think we have a firm foundation to deal with the circumstances we're in, and all of a sudden we realize our foundation's completely insufficient and mm-hmm. and and we realize the truth of that and so I was in Australia and um I, you know, I I really believed I was this uh, really strong, firm Christian, that I was firm in my faith, that I, you know, I was out there for God, and and I was happy for anybody to know I was a Christian, and and I was was at a barbecue, and um, these individuals started, you know, kind of ridiculing me, saying, how can you be a Christian? Why do you need that crutch, you know? Why do you believe this ridiculousness? If if God is real, call him down and then we'll believe him too. And I all I knew was kind of Bible stories and uh you know, just very baby Christian stuff. And I, I did not think of myself as a baby Christian. I thought of myself as a firm Christian. <laughs> a warrior, huh? Yeah. And so what I realized at that point was that um you know, they claimed not to know God, and, and clearly they did not know him, but I claimed to know God. But I didn't know him enough to share him mm-hmm. with those people that were inquiring about him, that were willing to talk about him. And so it really um, made me realize that um, believing in God is not enough. Believing mm-hmm. in God is does not make you a strong Christian. Mm-hmm. You have to know God and believe God. And and if you're going, there's a difference between believing in God, that he exists, that he sent his son to die for you. Um, and there's a difference between that, which is, that is, that is the start. That's the start, friends, right? 
But there's a difference between then building a relationship with God, learning what his character is, spending time with him in prayer, and having a deep relationship so that when someone says, how can you say you're a Christian, you can say, let me tell you about this God I love. And it's not a, a Bible story about uh, King David killing Goliath. And it's not scary. And it's, it's not scary. But it's this loving testimony where you can say, let me tell you what he has done in my life and how he has completely changed my heart. And let me tell you about this God whom I know. And so that truth completely changed me, completely changed my entire trajectory for for life and what I wanted and how I identified myself. Who knew a barbecue and (laughs) an office could really set us with truth in a path that completely changed us and made us think differently about a God we already love. Mm Mm-hmm. But seeking out what those fundamental truths are so as to guard our lips and guard our life, Mm -hmm. right? So, wow, Um, we started talking about Pilate. And Pilate, like Kathy mentioned, was the governor. And as Jesus' earthly life was coming to an end, he was brought before Pilate. And there's, there's many different um, accounts of this in the Gospels. But in Matthew 27, 1 and 2, it states, Early the next morning, all the chief priests and the nation's leaders met, and they decided that Jesus should be put to death. They tied him up and led him away to Pilate, the governor. So that sets our stage, friends. That sets our stage. So Jesus stood before the governor. And in John 18, 37 and 38, It says, Pilate asks Jesus if he is a king. When Jesus admits that he is a king, Pilate says, well, okay, then you are a king then. I kind of see that as a little snarky remark, right? Like, okay, well, then you are a king then. Um, And Jesus answered, well, you say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. Here's what Pilate says. What is truth? Yes. And with this, he went out again to the (coughs) Jews, gathered there, and said, I find no basis for charges against this man. Miss Evelyn, what do you think Pilate meant when he said, what is truth? Because he didn't know uh, that Jesus had proclaimed during the years that he was in ministry. It was about three years he had to train those who followed him. And this is a season of the year that we celebrate that. We celebrated Palm Sunday when everybody was excited that Jesus was there and he had come. And he and Jesus had said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And no one comes to the Father except by me. He laid it out so plainly, uh, so strategically, that the people understood that. But their perception of what that was was so different from what the truth really is. And the perception they had was that they would get a political leader, someone that would fight Rome, someone that would take up their causes. And Jesus said later, he said, you know, I, um, when he was on the cross, the last words he said, uh, Carrie, was, it is finished. Mm-hmm. And he was not talking about his life. But he was talking about his life and love plan. And he said, it is finished unto 
unto you, Father, I give you my spirit. And we we still are trying to work out what that finish is for our lives, every one of us. Because we live from one experience to the other in a relationship. And if it's Jesus is the way, he is the truth, he is the life, then we've got to know him intimately like you said you had a desire mm-hmm. to do, uh, Kathy, and when you were a young woman. And when we go to him with that kind mm-hmm. of desire, that kind of call on our life, he does tell us this. My plan for grace is for grace. It's not for works. It is for grace. Because the scripture says, for by grace are you saved through faith. And that faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is our life. He is our love life. I think it's time for us to take our break. Uh, let's do that. And we come back. We want to talk about how important it is to really know the truth right after this. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinketer, and Kathy Enderbrock. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk, 1120 The Bridge. What a gorgeous day we have today in studio with Kathy Enderbrock, Miss Evelyn Davison, and I am Carrie Brinkater. Thank you so much for joining us on this day where we are talking about truth, how God's love is truth. We've spoken about Pilate, and the scripture doesn't really explain what Pilate was thinking when he said, what is truth? I know that Pilate 
has always been portrayed as the type of man who wants to please everyone. And his reason for washing his hands of everything was because he had to please all sides, the Jews, the Romans. He was a cowardly man, and he didn't take courage enough to stand strong on the truth because of the personal cost. Isn't it ironic, ladies, that Pilate would address the question, what is truth? while literally staring truth in the eye, (laughs) right? You know, you just wish that if there were anything you could change in Scripture, you just wish you could just hit pause, have Pilate stand there, and have Christ answer, you know, like say, okay, just sum it up. If, If you could sum up the truth, in, in, in a few short words, we know that, that Christ is truth. We know the word is truth. We know that Christ came to testify to the truth. We know that Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. But I just, it would be really neat if we just heard Christ respond to Pilate to say, what is the truth? And, you know, when Pilate walked away, I think that he was almost, in, in that statement, it was there is no answer because mm. in Pilate's mind, like in, in so many, the truth is whatever you want to make it. The That's truth right. is yeah. different for one person. That's the world's mm, way. That is the world's mm-hmm. way. And it's funny how, you know, the enemy does not change his tactics. He keeps using the same tactics over and over again. Um, but when we say that truth is not knowable and it is all relative, it really leads us in a place of, of frustration and where we're unable to be equipped for, you know, we're unable to be equipped to lay a foundation for our lives that will withstand the storms of life. And I think that's why when you see Christians that are going through such difficult trying hard times and yet they are firm it is because they know the truth and and here's the truth that i wanted to drive home as well is that god's love is truth he is the god of love i want i want to look an example of this it is it is true god's love is the only true the, the true love that you will ever know now in the old testament psalm 25 right almost in the middle of your bible psalm 25 5 Uh, The psalmist is writing, lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you, I wait all day long. God loves and desires truth. The psalmist David was chosen by God to be the second king of Israel, even though he was one of the most unlikely candidates possible. His his own father, David's own father, didn't even bring David to the prophet Samuel when Samuel came to his house asking to see his sons, to see whom God might have chosen as king. Um, but the reason that God chose David to be king over all of Israel was that because David as, as God's word states, it was a man after God's own heart. Mm. David had developed a relationship with God while, while watching after his father's sheep. And so he, he so wanted God to lead him and teach him the truth. He knew that God was his salvation and that truth could only be found in him. And now here's the amazing thing that David never actually knew Jesus himself. Mm-hmm. He he prophesied of Jesus coming, and he was willing to wait for him all day long. Um, David focused on this relationship, and I think the amazing thing, it's so understandable why we have so many 
Christians who stop at believing in God because, mm-hmm. I mean, that is the truth that you can get a hold of that is life-changing. And um, and so for it, it, it's so powerful. You just think, oh, okay, I've, I've arrived. I'm going to stop right there. But I'll tell you, friends, if you have accepted Christ as your Savior, don't stop there. Mm-hmm. There it continues to be truth that will change your life and continue to set you free. You know, that verse, John eight thirty two is one of our cornerstone verses for today, Kathy. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I've spent most of my life in academic circles, right, on the on the campuses of colleges and universities here in Texas. And a lot of times you'll see that written places. The truth will set you free, mm-hmm. right? At University of Texas. Yes. So this is meant to promote the power of learning and the power and the freedom to learn, right? However, this didn't originate in academia, right? It's it's found in John eight thirty two. As Christians, we're privileged to have that relationship with Jesus. And it brings us so much joy and we know that God's word is truth, and we know that Jesus is truth. But, Miss Evelyn, you know, as you look at that verse, okay, so, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. What, what does that mean, that the truth will set you free? Help us understand that. Well, because it's life. And one of the things that we have to reveal a little bit when we come into the Easter realm is how it is that we got where we are today. If you remember, Carrie, um, when Adam and Eve uh, had daily relations with um, our Heavenly Father, he walked with them every day in the physical realm. And he spoke to them in the spiritual realm. And he gave them a lot of freedom. He said, the free, you know, the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. But they didn't hang on the truth. Eve began to imagine for herself a better way or a way that could satisfy perhaps a desire she had or a goal she had. We don't know what her thoughts were. But the Lord had already given them the plan, and the plan was this. He planted two trees in the garden. One was the tree of life, and the other was uh, uh, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the tree of choice. So you have the tree of life or the tree of, cho- free, uh, the tree of choice. And when you look at that, Eve really did desire to know the truth. Mm-hmm. But she saw this beautiful thing that captured her imagination. And so she chose that instead. And in choosing that, she rejected God's plan. Well, what God did, and in, in the, in the scriptures say it very plainly in Genesis, it said, let us, U.S., you know, because Jesus is the Word. That's what John one one says. Jesus said, "I'm the Jesus is the truth. He is the Word." Uh, just as Adam and Eve were having this conversation, God appeared to them and spoke to them and said, "Your life will change from this day forth." And He said, "You will have to work for everything you get." Mm-hmm. And then He in a conversation it says, "He says, let us remove the tree of life." lest you eat of it and live forever. He said, let us take this tree of life out of the garden, lest Adam and Eve eat of it and live forever. That tree of life was transplanted across the old covenant to the new covenant to what is revealed in Revelations as the tree of life by the river of life. Mm -hmm. 
That tree of life, though, to us is the Easter tree. Oh, yes. That is Easter tree. What is that? It's the cross. So that cross is a bridge between the old covenant when law was the land, you know, when like Pilate, Pilate represented the law. And so when Jesus came and Pilate asked him that question, what is the truth? Jesus said, I know the truth and the truth will set you free. And he was talking about his life. He's talking about the tree of life, the cross of life. Because it, without the cross and the shedding of blood, there is no remission for sin. And what God in, uh, inaugurated and incorporated into the life of the Jewish people, and Kathy, um, you know this, you come from that heritage, is how precious the blood of the Lamb is for the atonement of the sins of mankind. Where when Jesus was on the cross and he gave us that final message, it is finished. He was saying God's plan for the remission of sin is finished. And then that's why he says over and over, he said it to, he said it to Pilate. I'm the way. And, and he said it to, to Mary when, when they faced death with, with Lazarus. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but by me. So what is, what is, the, the, what is the Easter tree? The Easter tree is Easter. It is the life and the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And the first century Christians believed that so vividly, Kathy, that one by one as they died, you know where they were planted? On that valley, in Hedron Valley, above the Mount of Olives, it goes up to the eastern gate. And they locked the eastern gate. They've got it. It's covered with rock. You can't go through the eastern gate. Because Jesus says when he returns... I will go through the eastern gate. So all of these Christians, if you look up that hill, all these white crosses, that is the Easter tree of their belief. They believe that the plan of God was finished at Calvary, and the plan of God is now in the truth through the power of the Holy Spirit. And when we look at that and we see how important the shedding of the Lamb, the blood of the Lamb was under Old Covenant, and how important it is for us when we come to that point that we receive the sacrificial gift of Jesus. We can come to know the reality of the love of God, which is that thing that brought him here in the first place. So the Easter tree is the cross the cross, and the spiritual freedom from the bondage of sin, right? I mean... Praise the Lord. That is release from the lifestyle of habitual lawlessness um, that we are all prone to. And, you know, as Jesus spoke this, um, at this point in history, the Jews were under the rule, right. right, of the Roman government. And they understood this, this bondage, this, this, this talk of being free. Like, they understood these words, you know, that Jesus was speaking to them. Um, praise the Lord that we have this amazing grace and mercy of the Lord. Through God's love, he gave us the promises of his truth. You know, I love how big God is. You know, Carrie, you talked about being on the university campus, and you see this, you know, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And, and to them, they think, okay, if I know chemistry really well, <laughs> I'll be set free from a joblessness because I'll have a great career. Right. I'll be set free from pover- poverty because I'll be making good money. 
you know, if uh, if I'm really good and I speak multiple languages, I you know, I learn all of this at university, I'm going to be uh, free from um, loneliness. I'm going to be a great communicator. And yet God says, no, 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 baby, bigger, bigger. Mm-hmm. I have bigger plans. You're going to be set free in ways you cannot even imagine. You know that sin that you cannot get free from? Mm-hmm. That is what I'm going to set you free from. It you, says the wages of sin is death. Yes. And it's been paid for. And Jesus paid for it on, on the Easter tree. That's mm-hmm. right. You know that eternal life that you think about, that you think is ungraspable, that you think is just this heaven by and by, that's real. I'm going to set you free from the power of sin and you are going to have eternal life. I love it with God. It's always bigger. It's always better than we can imagine. We uh, we are talking today about what Jesus said his plan was and that he said it is finished. He was not talking about his life, but he was talking about the life that we can have through the power of God's Holy Spirit. It is time for us to take our break. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap this up and ask you what it really means for you to come to know the reality of not just the law of God, but the love of God through the person of Jesus Christ right after this. Stay with us. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? thinkmarketingtexas.com. ThinkMarketingTexas.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinketer, and Kathy Enderbrock. Hello, friends. Our time has flown by here today on today's Christian Talk 1120 The Bridge. We're so thankful to have Kathy Enderbrock here, and we're here with Miss Evelyn Davison. I'm Carrie Brinkater. We're talking today about God's truth, God's love, and God's truth. Okay, here's a statement for you, friends. The Bible may pierce you with the truth, but it will never comfort you with a lie. Oh, man, let's think about that for a minute. Imagine going to the doctor's office for a checkup, okay, Kathy? And the doctor says to you, you're a magnificent physical specimen. You have the body of an Olympian. My doctor doesn't tell me that. <laughs> you are to be congratulated. 
And then later that day, as you climb the stairs, your heart gives out, and you find out that your arteries were so clogged that you kind of looked like a jelly donut on the inside, right? (laughs) You go back to the doctor, and you say, why didn't you tell me, doc? Why didn't you tell me? And your doctor says to you, well, I knew your body was in worse shape than the Pillsbury Doughboy. (laughs) But if I tell you stuff like that, then you might get offended. And, you know, it's kind of bad for business, and you may not come back. I want this to be a safe place where you feel loved and accepted. I think you'd be pretty furious, right? I mean, we want when we go to the doctor, we want to know the truth. No matter how hard it is to hear it, we want to know the truth. That's what the Bible does for us. Pastor John Ortberg, he wrote, Imagine going to a church where you hear, Ah, don't worry if you mismanage your anger. Nobody here will confront you on that because we don't like conflict. Don't worry if you're passive in the face of injustice. We prefer passivity. We might talk occasionally about sin, especially sin, you know, that's out there. But nobody here will talk to you about your sin because then we wouldn't feel very good. The goal is to walk out of this church feeling good. (laughs) Really? Really? Uh, Of course, transformation involves grace. We love grace. The danger is is we can misunderstand grace and start to worship feeling good instead of worshiping Jesus. And we're told by John, we beheld his glory, the glory of the one and only Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. We need truth, friends. We need people to speak truth into us, and we need to know that God's word is truth. I don't know how many times I've heard it said, well, your truth is just different than my truth. Friends, that's not correct. There is one truth. My friend spoke truth into my life when I was speaking ill of just probably a little bump in the road. She spoke truth into me in love, and I felt that imaginary handprint on my face for a very long time. Her actions and willingness to lovingly speak hard truth to me was a life changer for me. It really was in that moment. Can you, Miss Evelyn, can you take us through just maybe just one tiny example of how we're to treat one another with truth and love. You know, it is that we would begin to pray and trust God. Um, we all have our, our aches and our pains and our aging uh, issues. But one of the things that is so important for us today as we look at where we are in America is to come to the reality that Jesus said, I have come that you might know the truth and that the truth would set you free. And that doesn't mean that we're going to be free from every doubt, every question, Mm -hmm. every attack, every challenge on our faith. And I think we are living examples of that today, Kathy, in this Mm -hmm. nation. Uh, Up in Idaho, where, where you live, or down here in Texas where we are, people are in this nation right now are seeking truth. They want to know the truth. And the truth is this. God says that he will honor the word of life, and that is Jesus Christ. The one way that we get to know him in a very personal and real way is when we come to that point that we're willing to listen and really, really to seek truth. Because truth just does not find you. It's like Isaiah said. It is dying in the streets. Truth found David, Miss Evelyn. He did. Truth found David in a messenger, in a messenger, right, named Nathan. 
And I don't know if David was seeking the truth at that time. Kathy, how is it that David just, oh, conveniently forgot that he slept with Bathsheba and kind of killed her husband, right? And he went for a year living with that self-deception of sin about Bathsheba. What was David's journey? Well, you know, this is the one thing I love, that that God does not spare his children from uh, learning lessons. You know, so many people say, uh, oh, you know, those Christians are such hypocrites. Well, no, hold on now. Christians, we should, brothers and sisters, we are not perfect. And we should never claim to be perfect. We should claim to lean desperately on Christ. And so God does show us how David, even being a man after God's own heart, loving the Lord, he he made a very bad decision and he um, he committed a, a very bad sin and he faced a lot of punishment from mm-hmm. the Lord for that. Now, God did send Nathan to, to talk with Absolutely. him and confront him. Just if if we are willing to um, to seek truth, if we are willing to receive truth, God will send friends, just like he sent a friend to you, Carrie, to say, well, hold on, just wait a second with what you said. He will send someone to point us right in the in the correct direction. He will he if, if you don't have a Bible, friends, go and buy one. You can get a you can get a Bible from for free from any church in the city. You can go down very inexpensively and get yourself a Bible. If you have a Bible on your shelf, you open that up. God's truth is in there. And as we move into celebrating the Christian season, um, I just change a few things that we do to pursue the truth. Let me tell you, if you can't sleep at night. Don't count sheep. Go and pray to the maker of the sheep, (laughs) the shepherd of the sheep. And when we talk about going into the Easter season, every church in the city is going to have an incredible Easter service. If you want to go and find out what is it um, when, when we talk about Easter and new life and resurrection and forgiveness of sin, what does all of this mean? You plan on going to a church on Easter Sunday. Take a few friends to a church, any church in the city on Easter Sunday. If you are a member of the church, you best grab your neighbor's hand and take him to a church on Easter Sunday. I love what um, the, the lead singer, Michael Tate of Newsboys, says. I know God's Not Dead is coming out April 1st. Everyone wants to see God's Not Dead, too. He says, if proclaiming Jesus Christ becomes illegal, I want to be guilty all the day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. And so we want to pursue the truth. Not only do we want to pursue the truth and know the truth, we want to proclaim the truth. And this is what Easter does. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it truly is. And when we talk about making it real, we want to celebrate, celebrate the Easter season. And sin often causes us to think about the wrong things. Truth will always point us in the right direction. Um, and, and Evelyn, when we just talk about bringing this home and tying this together, I know that you are you tie the most beautiful bows. I would love for you to do that for us today. Well, thank you, Kathy, for being with us, and thank you, Carrie. This, oh, My what pleasure. a wonderful day it's been. You know, I just miss you so much. I know. But I we tell miss you, you I'm so thrilled that we have missed Carrie. <laughs> 
We have a good time, and, and we'll be talking to you by phone later in the month, mm-hmm. uh, in, in April, and looking at some of the things that God's doing. But one of the most important things he's doing this weekend, Kathy, is revealing himself mm-hmm. in truth. Mm-hmm. And none of us know the answer to all the issues of life, but we do know this. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am your life mm-hmm. right now and in the time to come. But there is a key to all of this, and that key is this. God says he loved us enough that he sent Jesus that we might know what real love is. Mm-hmm. And we have to come to realize that Jesus is the way. He He's laid himself on that Easter tree to pay the price. And because there is no remission of sin apart from, from life or from death, from the shedding of blood. Mm-hmm. So I would say to you today, if you're just standing there or sitting there or driving down the highway and you've got an empty heart, just ask Jesus to come in and fill your heart. Mm-hmm. Believe that he does love you and has a plan for your life. And then confirm it. Find a church. Find somebody that you know that's a Christian and ask them to help you learn to walk that Christian walk. We just pray that you'll have a wonderful weekend and that during this uh weeks ahead as we prepare for the Franklin Graham thing and for National Day of Prayer, that you'll be much in prayer for our nation as we are given by God the right to choose our leaders, that we make the right choices. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you again and love talk again with you next weekend.